The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Welcome, everyone, to another fascinating episode of Reclaim Your Freedom. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. One of the things I'm really pleased to be able to do is to introduce you to fascinating people that I've met and worked with, and today you're in for a real treat. We're talking with creator and founder of the Pillars of Genius Method, Christy Cook. I first met Christy at a mastermind retreat and got to know her a little over breakfast one morning. Listeners, I can absolutely tell you I was blown away. Christy is one of those rare people who actually listens to what you have to say and then is able to add value by giving her insights and considered response to whatever you're talking about. Hey, Christy, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm excited to share you with our audience. (laughs) I'm very excited to be here, Shirley. Thank you so much. I'm super excited. (laughs) Christy, just to give our listeners a little background, you're known as the expert in helping clients discover and market their unique competitive advantage. Previously, you were head of market research for one of Canada's wireless networks, and you also led the creation of strategic marketing plans for several large companies in Brazil. You then created a way to rethink competitive advantage and differentiation, and you call it the Pillars of Genius Method. So it's no wonder that CEOs of multi-million dollar companies and individual professionals alike come to you for leadership on determining their personal unique competitive advantage. Now, Christy, you're often quoted as saying, your longing is your path. What does this mean to you? Well, well, first of all, your longing is your path is a quote by one of my favorite poets, Rumi. Uh-huh. And what it really means is you have to really look at what draws you, what draws you in, who you are at your core, why you do things the way you do in order to find what your unique genius is. That, that's really what that, what that means. Okay, so for our listeners then, you're referring to what your unique genius is, but I think for a lot of people, this will be like a bit of a new concept. Like we have an idea of genius, but but put it into some context in the way that you use it then. Well, so the way I use it is through the method that I created, and it really causes people to rethink what their unique genius is and it's called the Pillars of Genius Method. So, and surely you know this method well. Mm-hmm. So the Pillars of Genius, the Pillars of Genius Method is extremely revolutionary in terms of 
it actually is a, is a method that's like a pattern recognition system that has you look throughout your whole life, not, not just your work life, but your whole life to understand who you are at your core that you couldn't change even if you tried. Now, most people, they're looking for what their unique genius is. They're saying, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm this amazing business person. I'm amazing whatever it is, a financial advisor, or I own this uh, welding company, or I've got a, a, a chiropractic business, or whatever, it, whatever that is. And they know they're really good at what they do, but they still struggle with how to express and articulate how they're unique and who their ideal clients are. And therefore, of course, what their marketing messages are. So what a pillar, what pillar, the Pillars of Genius method is really about uncovering and answering that question. What is it that, what is, what is my unique genius? And so, so what that is is a pattern recognition system of looking through your whole life and finding the patterns of who you are at your core. And I know, like, it's not for everybody, but I know when I went through your program, I, I loved it because, you know, of course it's all about me, 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 me. <laughs> and there's, <laughs> there's nothing that is no, nothing more interesting to any of us than, than ourselves. And uh, my throat, excuse me, <clears throat> it's almost telling me you shouldn't be saying that, Shirley. Um, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, um, but it is fascinating, and and I love with your method, and we'll get into that for our listeners in a little bit. But but you really are finding out, uh, as you say, what is at your core, what is this genius? And when we're talking about genius, it's not oh, what's my IQ score or how smart I am or anything like that. You're talking about the things that are uniquely you and how that helps other people in the world. So it's how you show up in the world and then what that means for other people if you tap into that. Uh, for me, it was just fascinating. So, Yeah, well, you know, you make a really good point about the pillars of genius method and, and, and why it is so powerful and why people, you know, take this program and, and kind of like say, oh, you got to be kidding me. I mean, I've been trying to figure this out for 20 years and I take this, you know, I do the pillars of genius method, all of a sudden I've got it nailed. Like, what? Are you kidding me? And and it, it really is different, distinct from, from other, you know, there's IQ tests or there's, you know, put yourself into this grid, you know, you're the top left-hand corner of the grid or you're this or you're there. Here's a list of values. Choose what are your top five values, family, loyalty, blah, blah, blah. Right? It's not anything like that. Right? Because those things are all predetermined. It's like fit yourself in this box. But but what the what the pillars of genius method is is really looking for patterns in your life. And often most people can't see what their patterns are because they don't look like anything. Oh, just a second my phone on silent. Because they don't look like anything that's genius, right? They just look like a pattern that's, you know, maybe it looks like a flaw or a quirk. I mean, one of one of my pillars of genius, as an example, is that I have no filter. Mm -hmm. And that is literally who I am at my core. I couldn't turn it off if I tried. I could stand up in court and defend it as who I am at my core. It's everywhere. It's throughout my whole life. You know, not, not just currently, but if I look backwards in my life. So... So, you know, me having no filter means things like I'm, you know, I'm the one, for, well, for one thing, I can't play poker to save my life, okay, I lose all my money in the first five minutes because I don't know how to bluff, 
and I don't understand when other people are bluffing. I, I remember when I was in corporate, you know, corporate world, I could not figure out office politics. <laughs> and it's not like I thought I was above it or I was, you know, it's like I, I literally didn't understand what was going on. But people just weren't saying what they were thinking because that's how it goes for me. Well, you'd be you know, hopeless on the Survivor show then because that's all about that. Oh, right? I, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, I do, and, and, you know, it's not like I, you know, so unique genius is not necessarily something you would look at and say, no, that's genius. See, that's why people walk right past it every day. Why people walk past their genius is because they look at who they are at their core, their quirks, and, and they think, well, nobody's going to buy that. Who would ever pay for that? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's not part of Okay, but, but when we look at what a pillar of genius really is, it's a pattern of who you are to grow. Okay, fine. Everybody's got three or four, sometimes five, but usually three or four core pillars of genius. Now, if we look at mine, I have no filter. That literally, directly benefits my ideal clients because that's exactly what they need is for someone to teach them how to rip off the filter and be who exactly they are at their core so that they can attract their ideal clients, their per, what we call their perfect match clients. And so there's a whole process of pulling off the onion layers to get down to the core of who you really are and what you've got to contribute to the world. Uh, and and so I, having no filter, yeah, that, that becomes, that manifests as a benefit for my ideal client. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and I just wanted to make the point there for our listeners that knowing this actually helps you to market yourself and market your business and attract in, as you say, the perfect match client. And um, and something else that I wanted to pick up for our listeners there is that you said that we often don't recognise these things as genius because they're quirks or they're flaws that we would rather hide, rather have anybody know them rather than bring them out and say, oh, this, this could actually be something that's really useful for me and for other people. And so for our listeners, I want them to get that, that as you say, Christy, it's the things that you... You're just walking past, so it's the way that you are the, and you can't be any other way. And then looking at that in this different way to say, wow, how can that actually work for me? How is that my genius? And so... Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's take a look at yours, for example. Okay. You've done this work and that's why you wanted your listeners to have access to this work because you saw how powerful it was, mm -hmm. right? So... So one of your pillars of genius is don't tell me. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, okay, so how did we find that pillar of genius? We had to, we, so there's, there's a, there, just for your listeners, the very first step of the pillars of genius method is there's 15 questions you've got to answer, okay? It's like, what do you do for fun? What life experiences have, have shaped you? Why did you make major decisions in your life? You know, you could go left or you could go right at certain points in your life. Why did you go left? Right, or why did you go right? What, what was behind that thinking? Uh, um, you know, what would you rather stick a fork in your eye than do? I mean, there's just there's 15 questions that get us to like just rip off the filter and tell us how it is, right? And and once you answer those questions, then you can find the patterns of, of who you are because there's common themes in the answers. You know, there's common themes strewn throughout all the answers. And of course, one of my pillars of genius is that I'm extremely fast and accurate at finding patterns. And I found a way to teach how to do that to others. So, Shirley, so back to you, Shirley. So one of your pillars of genius is oh. don't tell me. 
Mm-hmm. So do you remember any of the, I mean, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but do you remember any of the, any of the clues or evidence that got us to find that pattern? Oh, yeah, God, pick one. I mean, as you say, it's a pattern throughout my whole entire life and uh, I just, I won't be told, which is different to asking for advice and asking for help. Um, yes. But, you know, just recently I can re- remember we were heading out for an um, appointment and my husband came running up the stairs, you know, and he's tapping his wrist looking at the watch like the time, the time, you know, trying to organise me. And I just looked at him and I said, don't organise me, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And even when you were a child, mm-hmm. right, there was, uh, I don't remember the example, but, but there were several examples of when you were a kid. And you were you were the one who nobody could tell you, you know, yeah. go do that or go be this or you should do that, right? Or, or don't do that. You know, I can remember there was one there where um, I wanted to shave my legs, biggest mistake I made. But anyway, at the time, that's what I wanted to do. And my mother said, no, you're not. <laughs> And I said, well, I am. And she said, you're not. So anyway, I just quietly went into the bathroom and shaved the bottom of my legs and then came out and stood next to her and she was cleaning the skirting boards right down the bottom on the floor. And I just stood there and didn't say anything. And then she's turned around and she's looked at me. She's looked at my legs, ran her hand up my leg and then slapped it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So like, these funny examples that are throughout our lives, I mean, you wouldn't think to yourself, ooh, that must be a pillar of genius that I shaved my leg. Like, that would never occur to you in a million years that that one instance of the thing you did, and of course, it's a strong memory for you, right? It sits there as a memory. So when the question comes up is, what are the life experiences that have shaped you? What are the kinds of things you remember about why you did the things you did? That's one of the stories that came up. Like, isn't that interesting that that <laughs> But when we... You know, that's the whole thing is that that's why people can't find their unique genius because they're not looking in the right place. They're not looking at the patterns of all the things they've done in their life and saying, oh, my gosh, oh, my goodness, that's who I am at my core. Don't tell me what to do. Yes, and when we come back, we're going to take a short break right now. When we come back, let's look at how that then translates into helping other people. You know, it's it's one thing to know them, yep, but then exactly where we're headed. What can we do with it? So, listeners, think about all of those quirky little things that you think are flaws, and then when you come back, see if you can't put them into some sort of pattern as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, 
Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. So did you think about some of those quirky things that you might call flaws and start to think about how that might be a pattern in your life that can actually be a benefit? You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and we're talking with the creator and founder of the Pillars of Genius Method, Christy Cook. So before the break, we were sharing one of mine, which is Don't Tell Me. And you've probably noticed that if you listen to our radio show, that uh, it pops out a little bit. So take us a little bit further with this, Christy, so we can give our listeners an example of how it actually becomes a benefit. Right, right. Yeah, because you make a good point. I mean, the example you used just before the break was so hilarious. And anyone would think, well, what does that have to do with genius? I mean, nobody's going to hire me because I do do things like that. But what we're really looking for is once we find a pattern of who you are at your core and it's throughout your entire life, and we look and we say, well, what is this pattern? You know, what 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 is this thing that we're looking at? And for for you, we realized it was oh, don't tell me, that's what that pattern is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we realized. So, so at that point, we can call that uh, a pillar of genius because it's who you are at your core. You could defend it in court. I could talk you out of it if I tried. You could change your job ten times. You could change your profession ten times, and that pillar of genius will never change, mm-hmm. right? It's who you are at your core. Okay, so now we say, okay, so how does this manifest as a benefit for my ideal clients? Like, what is the benefit of don't tell me? And we really have to look and discover what that is. And for you, Shirley, like when we look at, okay, how does that pillar of genius literally cause the outcome that you are taking your clients to when you work with them? And, you know, when we look and see, we, we're looking and we're seeing, okay, so the, you know, you're, you're not telling people what to do because your don't tell me is actually reflected onto your clients that you work with. You don't tell them what to do. Mm-mm. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of professionals out there who would say, "Okay, listen, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you exactly what to do. You're going to follow my instructions, and you're going to just you know it's going to be awesome. Just do this, do this, do this, do this." And their client is just following that. But for you, you don't do it that way. That's not your style. No, right? absolutely not. No, it's more of a facilitation, education, and facilitation, and then it's up to you. I, yeah. I couldn't think of anything more boring than to say, right, go and do this, go and do this, go and do this. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, but and for you, you think, well, doesn't everybody think that way? Like, surely that, you know, like, am I am I really the only person who? But yeah, that's that's unique about you. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that unwavering, non-negotiable approach of don't tell me is what defines how you work. And so, yeah, that's the benefit of it, is that the people who work with you, they have to think for themselves. They have to discover and look for themselves what they want and what their vision is, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's a huge benefit because that's more sustainable than, than the other way. I mean, I should say it's not better or worse, okay? It's just different. Like every professional is going to have a different way of approaching how they serve their clients, and this is your way. And, and I think it's also important to say there that uh, not only is it a benefit, and uh, excuse me for a sec, <clears throat> but it's also how I attract the ideal client as well because somebody who actually does want a system and does want to be told go and do this, then go and do that, then go and do something, they're actually not going to be happy working with me. Yeah, that's right. So, so let's look at that because that's another dimension, okay? Mm-hmm. Because once you find your pillar, once you find your pillar, you know it's who you are at your core. You never, you know it's never going to change. You might see it as a flower, a quirk, or something that your spouse rolls their rolls their eyes about, okay? But it's never going to change. So then we look and say, okay, now how does this benefit your clients? So we've got that already sorted, right? For your mm-hmm. don't tell me. And then the next step is to say, okay, right then. So, so that's the benefit. So now, who are my ideal clients? Mm-hmm. If this is my pillar of genius, who wants that? And there, there's a model that I teach in the Pillars of Genius Method that I created specifically to rethink this whole conversation about differentiation, which is when you find your pillar of genius, you use that to define who your ideal client is by starting with uh, what I call a match opposite exercise. So you think to yourself, okay, so if this is my pillar of genius, then who's a match to it? Like what would a match be, right? A 10, a 10 out of 10 match would be someone who they don't want to be told what to do. They, you know, they totally push up against maybe rules and this is the way and this is status quo and they don't listen to anybody. So that might be a 10, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's a match. A zero would be the opposite. So it would be someone who loves to be told what to do, just give them a binder with all the steps and they'll just follow it blindly. You know, that that would be an opposite to your pillar. So mm-hmm. now you've got a zero and you've got a 10. So now you have a big range of the possible population that you could play with. Now, here's the whole question. And this is the only part of the entire Pillars of Genius method that I can never predict for my clients because it has nothing to do with strategy. It is literally your personal choice. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you love? So the question is, well, if, that, if you know what a zero is and you know what a 10 is, who do you want to work with? Do you want to work with the people at the higher end, like seven to nines or, or six to nines or nines or tens, because you think, you know what, I, I want them to be right with me in that concept? Or maybe you would say, well, you know what, I want the challenge. I want the the threes to fives, because I want to teach them how to think for themselves. I want to teach them that they have, they can be empowered to, to turn their thinking around. They don't, they don't need someone to tell them what to do. They need to figure out how to, you know, create their own vision and understand themselves better, right? So you really get to choose, well, where on that range do I want to play? Now I know what my pillar is. I know what my zeros and tens are. Now where inside of that range do I want to play? Hmm. And that is how... You define your ideal clients. Mm. And for me, it's on the higher end because I love the 
the toing and froing with the people, and I love uh, the facilitating. And also, you came up with a word before, which is empowerment. And you know, you. even if you look at my mission in life is to inspire, educate, and support you. Inspire, okay. educate, and support, not tell. <laughs> exactly. So you like the you like the higher end, like you like the sevens to nines or sevens to tens, or you know, up up on that higher range. That's your personal preference because they're they're coming at you at that level already, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So so it's a different dimension. And mm -hmm. and you could have said no, I like the twos to fives, and that would be a perfect answer as well, right? Yep. But it's all about you know back to Rumi, right? Your longing is the path. Yes. Really, like that that quote is 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 throughout this this whole process, and and so now you know who your ideal clients are, and you can self select them. They can self select in, and you can select them out. Exactly. And, and, if you think, and if you think about that, even with our radio and our TV show, the people that come and listen to us are similar in that. You know, they're looking for information. They're looking for information that can help them to be better. And then they're going to do with that information what appeals to them. Isn't that right, listeners? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? And so the, the interesting thing here is that everyone has three or four, sometimes five, but usually three or four core patterns throughout their life, which, which will end up being a pillar of genius, right, once we put it through the process. Mm -hmm. so, so your ideal client is not just defined by this one dimension, don't tell me that we're talking about, mm -hmm. high on the range of that. It's defined by hitting every single one of your pillars of genius, and that all happens within one person. What mm -hmm. one ideal client is going to hit your ranges for each of your separate pillars of genius, mm -hmm. right? One of them is you're fascinated with how people tick. Another one is systems give you freedom. Another one is learn, 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 teach, 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 right? So those are all your pillars of genius, and for each one of those, you have a client range. Right, and then mm -hmm. when you you say, okay, so all my client ranges together, that's my perfect client. Mm -hmm. Yes, and if we look at the systems one, it's not necessarily the people who are fantastic at systems or great at systems because in that respect they don't really need me. But it, the perfect yeah. match client there is somebody who is like, oh, okay, now I see that. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see how that would help and save me time, etc. So that's actually on the lower end. On the lower end of the range, exactly. So each pillar you look newly. Mm -hmm. You look from nothing at each pillar separately to find the range. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, so for our listeners then that are thinking, well, that's okay if you're a uh, personality or you're just one person, what about if I've got 30 to 50 employees and I've got a big big organisation, um, how does this work? Like why, why would I want to know mine and then how would that work for us to market ourselves and attract more people into our business? Yeah, that's such a beautiful question because there are so many people listening who are in that scenario and uh, so many people that I've worked with who've been in that scenario to find their pillars of genius and there are a few different ways to look at it. I mean, the, 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 one, the, the one thing to think about is that 
every individual has their own pillars of genius, and that's what makes life so great. That's what makes executive teams so great, because everyone has a diff different pillars of genius, and when you know what each other's are, you can actually understand what are the best projects for them, who are the best people to, to be around them. You also get to understand why is it that I keep knocking heads with this person on this particular issue? Oh, it's because they don't tell me, and I'm, you know, some other, right? Oh, now I get it. Okay, I love it. I love this about you. Now I get it, right? So, so one dimension of it is just the power of understanding what your own pillars of genius are and what's driving you and understand other people's pillars of genius and what's driving them. And then you can really create a powerful team. So that's, that's one dimension of it. Another, another possibility, okay, another possibility is a, an example like um, Apple, for example. So Apple, huge company, right? More than 80 employees, right? Massive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I only wish that I could have done uh, Steve Jobs' Pillars of Genius. Mm -hmm. I only wish I could have done that work with him because I can imagine what his Pillars of Genius would be. I have... I have a, a, um, a thought about what they would be. Okay, so one of them, I think, would be something around this massive obsession with simplicity. Mm -hmm. Like that guy, I don't know what was going on for him, but if you look at the way he thought about the, how the phone should work, I mean, it was the first time I'd ever bought technology that didn't come with instructions, like a massive manual. I mean, even the toaster comes with a bigger manual than an iPhone does, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's got something around that. I don't know if, he, if it's simplicity. I mean, I would have to look and see what his patterns are and ask him all these questions, but it's something like that. So, so often a founder of an organization, their pillars of genius will be driven throughout that company because they're building that company, whether they know it or not, based on their own unique genius. So the packaging of Apple, right, it's just white with a very simple logo, the way the phone works, the way the manuals don't exist, you know, that kind of thing is coming straight from, from that founder. So that's another way that a company can be based on a, on a, you know, a large company can be based on pillars of genius. And I've worked with both dimensions where, where we've looked at, an, at a whole executive team's pillars of genius and seen, okay, how, how is everyone working together and what are you creating as an organization? that allows all of your pillars of genius to, to thrive. And then another other scenarios where there's one founder and it's their it's their pillars of genius that are driving the definition of that organization. So really you can really play with it from many different perspectives. Okay, well, let's leave it there. We're um, going to take a short break. And then when we come back, let's maybe run through a couple of those and, and a couple of activities that our listeners can then get an understanding of how that might work for them in their business. And then again, coming back to how they can then be looking at their customers and attracting more of the, the good ones, uh, more of the ones that they want and more for looking at the team. So stay with us, listeners. This is fascinating stuff. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. 
you'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Hey, listeners. Wow. Have you been looking now at your marketing and thinking, wow, does that really reflect my pillars of genius? And God, what are my pillars of genius? So we've been talking with Christy Cook, who's the founder of Pillars of Genius. And in our last segment, we were looking at Steve Jobs and how one of his pillars that Christy imagines is simplicity and how that influences not only his marketing, but his entire company. So we're going to run through part of Christie's process so that you can get a feel for it yourself and then think about what your pillars of genius are and then look at maybe how that reflects in your marketing if it does or maybe your marketing needs to change to reflect that to give you the clients that you want to be working with. So Christy, I'm in your hands. Take it away. Let's do this process. <laughs> so we're going to start with a question straight out of the Go Deep questions, which is the very first step in the Pillars of Genius Methods. You've got to answer 15 questions. And so one of the questions is, what do you love to do for fun? And of course, people have you know 10 or 12 things underneath that. So, But the main thing in this question is it's not just about answering what do you love to do for fun. It's actually explaining why that's fun for you because it's not in the what. The pattern is going to be found in the why. So Shirley, let's, let's, uh, let's play with this question with you. So, so Shirley, what do you love to do for fun? Oh, well, that's easy. Learn. I love to learn, learn, <laughs> learn. <laughs> Personal development. I can walk past shoes, makeup, handbags, clothes, but I can't walk past a bookshop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why is it that you love to learn so much? Like wh- who, you know, yeah, why is it that you love that? I, I, I just love to grow. I'm curious. I, I love to learn about new things. So um, topics, it, it's not topic specific, although personal development is my biggest thing. And my why is because when I know better, I can do better. Mm, I got it. So, so it's really always about growth then? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mine and everybody right? else's. Yeah. So, so 
so why do you why is it important to you like why is it fun for you that that other people learn as well yeah you said that everybody else's go ahead yes because not not everybody I think um, has the capacity to research and find the opportunities for learning and and that's something like I'll fish something out I'll go and learn a new technique or I'll learn a new strategy and then I can't help myself I'm then turn around and I share that with people and oh hey I just learned this new thing like today you know here we are look at this listeners I've learned this thing of called pillars of genius and I want to share it with people and so I you know it, part of it is is actually me being like a resource for people so not only for myself but for yeah. others right so so what you do for fun isn't just learning 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 and personal development what I'm hearing is no there's actually more to it than that because the why and do you see how I had to crack past the why a couple of times in mm -hmm. order to get to this level of specificity which is oh wait it's not just about learning it's also like I've got this thing about teaching other people too I love to share with other people right and I and you could stand up in court and defend this one because you've got a radio show and you've got right this is part of your business is to share your knowledge like I mean you you've got names dates places mm -hmm. events right, that you could put in a file folder and take to court to stand up and defend this one as who you are to court absolutely even standing on the back <laughs> patio with my little chalkboard and my dollies teaching them <laughs> oh right when you were a little girl right that was your favorite thing to do yeah was to learn and then teach. Yes. Of course, it was your, of course, it was your dolls at that point. But yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's that's perfect. So so that's a great question. So um, uh, let's see. Should we end it at that? Because I know if I asked you again, you'd find another thing you love to no, do. No, let's move another. on. Let's yeah. another. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So 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 that is the question do, do you want me to ask another question or should we leave it at that question because your listeners or the listeners out there I know all of you right now everyone listening you're gonna be thinking oh my gosh what do I love to do for fun oh my gosh and so that is an exercise for you to take on is what do you love to do for fun now you're going to have ten you know, I don't know five or ten answers to that maybe you love to have dinner parties okay but the question is why it's always in the why why do you like to have dinner parties? Why is that so interesting for you? Why is that so fun for you? Right? Because you could have one person say, I love to have toast dinner parties. And their why might be, because I love being creative in the kitchen. I love to create. I love to not use recipes and just like go crazy and like create all these new things and different things and da da da. Another person could answer, Oh, I like I like to have dinner parties. Why? Because I'm a perfectionist. I love to iron the tablecloth. I love to have the place settings perfected. I love to have everything perfect when people come over and I, I get to be I get to be precise and detail oriented when I have a dinner party. And can you see how those two people would have very different patterns throughout their life? Mm -hmm. Right? So that's why it's important for your for, for everyone listening here. When you answer this question, you're going to take this take this exercise on. Is answer the question, "What do you love to do for fun?" and answer why. 
because your patterns and your why, and you're going to be shocked at what you see. And so then for our listeners thinking about that, and I know that like, you know, they'll find some of these patterns. And of course, there's much more to your process. This is just the very beginning. But I really want get our listeners to get a sense of this because part of your genius is your unique approach to marketing. And, you know, it's from the inside out. Whereas often when we're marketing, we go, well, what's the demographics? What's the psychographics of who yeah. of our ideal avatar, our ideal uh, audience? But I love this because you actually flip that on its head and you start with you first. You know, who are you? And then what's that benefit yeah. that you're bringing to people? Okay. Well, and the reality is people will never be able to answer the question of who's my ideal client or who's my avatar or who's my this or who's my that by using demographics and what they have at their disposal. Mm-hmm. You can never get specific enough unless you know your own pillars of genius. Right? Because surely for you, your marketing messages, right? Mm-hmm. Now your marketing messages directly reflect this. I mean, you have Facebook posts that, that I see. I watch your Facebook feed and I can see you speaking directly to people who want to learn. You're speaking directly to people who don't want to be told what to do in your Facebook messages, right? And, you, and, and on your website, of course, your website is very clear with mm-hmm. your pillars of genius and what you bring to the table. And what that does is now. Finally, your marketing messages allow people to, or, or I shouldn't say people, allow your perfect match client to self-select in and your non-ideal client to keep walking. And that's exactly what, you know, all of you listening here, that's exactly what you all want. So the, the exercise is to look at your own marketing messages and say, huh, am I just being everything to everyone or am I truly communicating my own unique genius well, you know, in our program, of course, it's your pillars of genius. Am I actually allowing those to show up right in the, my marketing messages on my website and allow my perfect match client to self-select in and my non-ideal to self-select out? Or am I just saying, you know, hey, I'm really great at, you know, whatever. Like, I'm a great chiropractor or I'm a great, you know, what, whatever your business is. There's a big difference between those two things. And it makes it so much easier, as you say, to differentiate yourself because, you know, I would expect that if you're being a chiropractor that you are a great chiropractor. I mean, that that's just a given. I'm not going to go to a dodgy one. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's kind of a baseline. Yeah, yeah, but but if you're going to tell me, okay, you have to do this, 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 and this, then that's probably not the one for me. But if you say, hey, Shirley, let's work together and we'll come up with a plan that's going to suit you and your lifestyle, then that's the one that I want to go to. And so for our listeners, this is the thing that you really want to get is that you save so much time by helping people to self-select, as Christy says. They either go in, oh, yeah, that's me, that's me, I want to know more about that, or, oh, no, thank you, and they keep walking. And so it saves you time. You don't have to have those inquiries that just waste your time because it's not an ideal match. doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the person, it just means it's not an ideal match. And so we're going to take a quick break because I can't wait to get back and wrap this all up for you so that you can look at who you are, what your marketing messages are and how that's going to benefit your clients and ultimately your business. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, we've really got so much more in this last little segment here, so I'm, I'm going to get straight into it. So, Christy, Looking at, um, for our listeners, looking at their marketing messages and doing a little audit to see if they are actually attracting their ideal or their perfect match client, what can you tell them? Well, I love your question about doing an audit because Mm -hmm. uh, we do, I, I suggest that people when they're taking a look at their marketing messages, most people walk right past the vagueness in their marketing messages because they haven't quite nailed in who their perfect matched client is. So here's here's the audit I want people to look at. All, all of you listeners out there, I want you to look at these three things, okay? Because so, it's the, the biggest area where people uh, sort of fall into a trap of vagueness is they define their ideal clients by one of three ways or all of one or all of these three ways. So number one is demographics. Like you say, oh I know who my ideal client is. It's you know women entrepreneurs aged 45 to 55 that make over six figures or something like that. Right? That's all demographics, things you can measure. But that will never give you enough information to tell you that those are your perfect match clients. That's a pretty broad description and not all of them will be actually your ideal client. Mm-hmm. So look and see if you're using demographics to define your ideal clients. Mm-hmm. The second is what I call ideal client baseline. And what I noticed is people say, oh, I know who my ideal client is. My ideal client, you know, they pay their bills and they take action and they love working with me and they respect me and they come to all my presentations. Well, no, that's actually not the definition of an ideal client. That's a definition of anyone's ideal client, <laughs> like not just yours. Everybody wants, you know, a client who pays the bills and, and trusts me and takes action, right? That's, that, that, is, that is just anybody's ideal client. So I call that ideal client baseline. Okay, mm-hmm. that's, not gonna get you, that's not gonna get you closer to that. 
And the third is what I call industry baseline. So you may have a financial advisor, for example, that says, okay, oh, I know who my ideal client is. My ideal client wants to save money and create a legacy for their children and be able to sleep at night. Uh, no, that's actually the definition of your, what your industry provides. Okay? That's like your whole industry's ideal client is people who want to save money and, and you know, sleep at night and all the rest of it. That, that's just what a financial advisor, that's a problem that any financial advisor solves. So for most people, I, you know, I should say, let me back up. For listeners, I want you to take a look at your, the way you think about your ideal client definition and how you, and look at your marketing messages and see if that is how you're defining who you want as an ideal client. Because if you're do, doing only that, it means that you're not narrowing in to what your unique genius is. So I could give an example if we have time, Shirley. Yeah, absolutely. Because what I just got from that message was that they're generic where you yeah. really want to hone in and, and be specific, but not only specific, really honing in on this genius. So, yeah, we've got a little bit of time. Please give us an example. Right. Well, well. so so the, the financial services is a great example, right, because there's there's thousands of them and they all, many financial advisors just look the same. They say mm -hmm. the same things. Their marketing messages are the same. And uh, so I work with a lot of financial advisors. So one came to me and said, you know, I, I think I know who my ideal client is. I think it's women between this age and this age and you know they trust me and they you know all those things I just told you those three dimensions that we would typically audit and say nope 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 and so when we when we looked really though at what her pillars of genius were one of her pillars of genius was that she was a motivational force I mean for fun this this woman would go to Tony Robbins events and listen to motivational audios in her car studied motivation when she was mm -hmm. a teenager she was a, a cheerleader Mm -hmm. Right, so it's throughout her whole life. So what what we realized was, no, her ideal client, sure they might be women aged whatever to whatever, but on top of it, they're the ones who want a motivational force in their financial advisor. Mm -hmm. So so now of course all of her marketing messages reflect that. You know, are you looking for a financial advisor who blah blah blah, all about being a motivational force. So now, of course, her, her ideal clients can self-select in and her non-ideals can self-select out. I love it. And, and that's really the level that we need to get at. And that's why I love this from the inside out, because when we know ourselves, and that's another one of my geniuses, is fascinated by how people tick. <laughs> and so, you know, know thyself, know thy people. And that doesn't mean just people in your organisation. That means your clients as well. And so when you know who you are, and you know what you have to offer, then your marketing messages can reflect that. And I, I just love it. So uh, where can people get some more information? You know, because I know we're only just scratching the top of the surface here. You know, there's so much more to your actual method. Oh, absolutely. And and I love to, to I mean, I could talk about this all day, but I know that we've got to, you know, we've, 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 uh, we're just about the end of our time. So people can go to pillarsofgenius.com. So pillarsofgenius.com. I'm going to spell that's that. website. Okay, great. P-I-L-L-A-R-S of genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, Dot com because between a Canadian and an Australian accent, people might not get that. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Well, you never know who you never know who's out there listening to this, right? There could be someone who's you know English is their second language. So they put that on top of it, and then my goodness. So so um, you know we do have clients from all over the world in the Pillars of Genius program. We've got mm-hmm. clients from Europe and, and uh, you know Asia and all over the place. So it's it's really a lot of fun to to work with with people of different dimensions. So. So anyway, yes, pillarsofgenius.com. And on the right-hand side of the website, uh, anyone can sign up for the free training. Okay, so there's a free audio and a worksheet, and we do free training from time to time. In fact, I just did a live lab yesterday mm-hmm. and taught people another exercise inside of the Pillars of Genius program, which we haven't even got to yet in this call. So yeah, there's, there's, there's always something fun going on, and I like to really interact with people who want to know more about a live Q&As and things like that. So pillarsofgenius.com and just sign up on the right-hand side. You can put your name and email in there and then we'll take it from there. Okay. So I really encourage you to do that, listeners. Go and take advantage of that. It is really a fascinating exploration. Uh, I know when I did it, it, it just gave me so much more clarity about who I am. And it, it's also that permission, you know, like it's it's okay. These things that we think that we want to hide or that we think are flaws, actually, as Jen, um, Christy says, do turn out to be our genius. And they are the very things that people are attracted to us. And so if you can save time by getting who you are, um, understanding that and then being able to put that into your marketing messages and then attracting your ideal or your perfect match client and that's you know just for you as a as an individual or for your entire organization if you've got lots of employees then you know you're going to save time and you're going to have a lot happier time and so that's about all we've got time for now um you know, I just love talking about this stuff and you can see my pillar of genius there, learn, 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 teach, teach, teach. You know, that's what I've put on this planet to do is to go find the information, find the experts, bring them back to you so that you can reclaim your freedom. So you've been listening to Shirley Dalton. We've been talking with Christy Cook, the creator of the Pillars of Genius program. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next week. Please take some time to think about your own pillars of genius and how that relates to your perfect match client. And I'm also going to snake in there and your and your perfect match team members so that you can attract more of them and create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.